What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, your weekly source for all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the cart, we are back. Picking up right where we left off, chapters 15 through 18. We are your hosts. I'm Austin. I'm Ricky. I'm Ian, and this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast. That was dope as shit. And welcome back to the Cabbage Card Podcast. Wow, real original, real Ricky. Original. Uh, well, you know, what, I, I what point did you guys? <laughs> you pointed to me. We're like, and like, do actually- you guys have anything? <laughs> oh man! And then I say one thing, and you're like, <laughs> awful, awful. <laughs> We always try to find creative ways to open the episode, and not some, always. Well, not always, but One sometimes thing is it's, it's never creative. And it's let's never hop into Avatar. <laughs> That's <news>. the point. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. It's either uh, and welcome back or just terrible. But anyway, Ricky, Avatar news, right? We do have Avatar. We news. do, but we got to apologize for dude, not. Oh for yeah, like let's address yeah, those. We okay. haven't we haven't been okay. here in like You're a couple right. weeks, man. So. Yeah, in fact, uh, at the time of this recording, we're already a day late on the uh, episode release of Friday. So this is Saturday, and it's be coming out by the time you're listening to this on Sunday. Yeah, and I then, spent I spent all day at the shop making money. I get to be here and look at your fucking ugly faces. You're welcome. Yeah, you're thanks, welcome. guys. Yeah, this brings you back down to earth. It does. You yes. know, when you're up yeah. here flying yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with Jeff Bezos, you know, you got to come back down. <laughs> yeah. Come back down to us normal folk. Yeah, yeah. We've all been working some insane That's hours. so stupid. It's so dumb. Trying to schedule us, the three of us, has just been... Dude, what has happened? Like, my ridiculous. job has changed. Your job has changed. Ian's, like, just busy as hell. Yeah. You know what? I think Fredo's just going to have to run the podcast by himself. Yeah, Fredo. Fredo, can you do three different voices at the same time? Possibly. Okay. There Good go. enough. Um, Thank you for listening. We're glad you're here. It's, yeah. it's funny because I had like a few people at the shop today that picked up the the flyer. I was like, "You guys do Avatar podcast? What the what the fuck?" I'm like, "Don't listen to it yet. We haven't recorded <laughs> in like a couple weeks." <laughs> well, you, we were out. We've only missed one week, right? Just New Year's New Year's Day was the last, was the oh, one yeah. we've missed. But either way, yeah, we haven't recorded in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, and yeah, it's been it's been brutal. So, but isn't glad to be back at it. And as always, there was, there was this time we were, we were texting in our group chat and, uh, literally at the same exact time you and I both sent, Oh shoot. Got to work tomorrow at this, at our scheduled time. Yeah. We sent that at the exact same time. Yeah. Yeah. I was Uh, like, Oh, I thought I could make it happen, but no, can't make it happen. And, uh, I've I've even had to start working like on the weekends a little bit for stuff. So it's just been pretty, pretty crazy. So it's been fun though, you know, getting back into it today. I think we're going to have a good, good time today. So a lot of stuff to go over. A lot of stuff to go over. There's a lot of stuff to, the blue, 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 blue. There's a lot of stuff in, in the Rezzy Kiyoshi that we need to get through this time around. But first. Avatar news, baby. Avatar news. Yeah. This is really cool. I know nothing about this. Do you have it pulled up? No. Okay, but it's you, called Chronicles of the Avatar. What does that mean? So basically, Ki- the Kiyoshi books have been now categorized into Chronicles, Chronicles of, the, of, the, of Avatar, the Avatar, and they are going to continue with stories of different avatars in novel form, which is exactly what we've been, what, what yeah. we've wanted. 
for sure. Yeah. They're definitely listening to us, aren't they? Aren't they? <laughs> I think so. Oh, yeah, dude. Everything we predicted has come, come true. Come Bre- true. Breichel hasn't contacted you personally? <laughs> if anybody who contacted you, and I mean, Jeff I'm probably the <laughs> easiest to get a hold of. <laughs> no, they're, they're never going to contact us. They're just listening to the Cabbage Cart, and they're like... Stealing ideas. Stealing ideas. We're ghostwriters, essentially, yep. for yeah. the show. You're, you're welcome, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome, Avatar fan. Love you, Breichel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is pretty cool. So it's going to be, which will continue with more novels featuring different avatars. I wonder if they're going to be going back or forward. They got to do something about Karuk, man. Like, oh, I, I bet you there's be some so sick. badass fucking dude. I want a third Kiyoshi. Shit. I want uh, a third Kiyoshi. You can ride two or three more on Kiyoshi. Yeah. You think so? She lives so long. Two hundred forty years. Yeah, you're right. right? Yeah, we, we're um, getting the story we're getting now that we're going over is Kiyoshi up until she's like twenty. Right. You know who deserves yeah, 200 more justice years. is Roku. Ah, Roku's Roku. boring, dude. Exactly. He's he boring now because yeah, we know nothing he about his a good ass. story. Yeah, I guess we got that one 15 minutes, or not even, it's like five-minute flashback sequence of him. And Remember that one time he tried to save an island that was fully evacuated of all the people there? And he <sighs> just could have, you know, yeah, let the volcano away. do its <laughs> yeah. volcano thing. Dude, I know. And then he had to get his dragon killed. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Jackass. What a jackass. What an God. asshole. I, 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 I agree with Ian. I want I want Roku. Or Karuk? Karuk, yeah. Do Karuk battling demons, like internally, demons. or well, spirits. internal demons and <laughs> spirits externally. We get to see uh, Janzu and Heiron and Kelsang. In their prime. In their prime. Ooh, that would be dope. I didn't even think about yeah, that, Yeah, man. Dude. That'd be fucking dope. Prime Kelsang? Yeah, man. Kelsang when he typhoons. Dude. Fallen from grace Kelsang? Yeah, dude. Dude. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's pretty gnarly. I, actually, I would want, I want to see some stuff in, like, animated, though. Like, I want to see, you know, Kelsang or, or I'm very Johnson. happy with more novels. For sure. For sure. Dude, I, for sure. it is such a drag to sit here and like open up a book and read. It's no joke. <laughs> like I I have so much on my plate that yeah. it takes everything in me to open up this book. Yeah, I agree. And the and as we've said a hundred times, not big fans of the audiobook overall. At least me personally. <laughs> yeah. I, kind of on that. I, I don't know. I, I started just to get through it because I had to get through the last chapter today uh, and it's 50 effing pages. So that would have taken me like three days. It is like imbalanced, huh? There'll be like a nice 10 page chapter and then it's like yeah. 57. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? But they are the best chapters, the long ones. But yeah, yeah. I, I so I started listening to the audiobook while also reading it so I can focus completely on the story, which actually worked out quite well. And you're probably thinking what me and Ricky thought, like, Oh, like when you're driving, you're reading, you're listening, and when you're at home, you're reading. No, you're literally doing these at the exact same time. Right. Book yep. open, yep. audio book on. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He needs I'm, help. I'm sitting. Innovator. <laughs> I'm sitting at. How do you pronounce that word? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting at the dinner table uh, with my daughter just playing Minecraft or whatever, and she's off doing her thing, and I'm just like. <laughs> sitting here with the book, like going page. I find myself actually reading faster than. Then she just uh, talks, and it's, oh, really? it's kind of frustrating. Yeah, not gonna lie. Hmm, that's uh, yeah, innovative. I guess you could say. Yeah, it works. I am into the Avatar verse, man. Yeah, dude. Um, Do you think FCE will be involved in these future books? I really hope so. I hope so too. I hope so, but I also like. I'm open to other authors. Cool. If he wanted to be in it, he didn't show it. 
What do you mean? He uses that transition all the time in oh. his books. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm excited for more Kakashi fan art. Nice. Coming yeah. out of this new stuff, you know, because we're going to get all kinds of new characters. Somehow Kakashi's, like, fan art lines up exactly with how I visioned these characters, too. Maybe Kakashi's fan art makes you think what it looks I like. I feel like I saw, I had it in my, I never saw his work. I saw his work after the fact. The only one is is uh, Kelsang. Kelsang uh, does not look how I thought Kelsang would look. I want to see Guru Hiru do Kiyoshi stuff. That'd be sick. That'd be, That'd be sick. That would mean that we would have an actual canonized version of what all these people look like. Yeah. Right. And Guru Hiru being the guy that did a lot of the uh, library editions. Yeah. So... Is that it? Can we get into the book now? <laughs> Sorry, I was just looking up at the books. I spaced off there for a minute. You're admiring uh, your collection. Yeah, so let's get uh, let's get into it. We'll pick up where we left off last time. Should we do a little quick recap? Dude? I can't do it. <laughs> We've been gone for so long. All right. I, I mean, we left off with uh, the escape where uh, the Flying Opera Company uh, and Kyoshi and Ron- Rangi, Ronji, whatever, uh, were getting on Peng. Ping ping and flying off. Pong pong. But oh my god! god according that is so long ago, <laughs> I, dude, I'm telling you. Yeah. So full and, disclosure, I'm done with the book. Well, that's I, good because we're gonna to be. I'm gonna be leaning on on you going yeah, forward. Yeah, pretty much. No, I can't spoil anything. <laughs> I know that's gonna be the struggle is to not get ahead of yourself. So the last sentence is the flying opera company is back in business. Lex says that, and then uh, they make camp somewhere on a riverbank. Yeah, and then basically where the story continues from there is Kyoshi ends up following the riverbank down, right? Yeah. No, Ranji takes her to to practice firebending for the first time. That right? Would, that would be the next day. Yeah, the that's next the next day. Yeah. So she, oh. I, I can't remember the exact scenario in which she follows the riverbed, but she goes down to the river and sees... Sees uh, Laogi. Laogi, no. yeah. Sitting on a, on a tree branch that in no way should be able to support his weight and form right and she's like what's going on here is anyone else thinking Rafiki you know <laughs> yeah dude like I did, the I balance did not, I did the not get that weight, <laughs> the balance the perfection yeah well I mean he, I, that's why I wish he had like an actual cane you know and didn't use earthbending because I see, he's totally a Rafiki kind of kind of dude <laughs> okay anyway <laughs> an assassin Rafiki sure okay let's go I like I mean, that dude head cannon why not and she points him out as Teague the Immortal. Yeah, he. she was uh, talking about uh, her mother's journal and how uh, she referenced him uh, numerous times and, and, and stuff. She confronted him about it, and she said, you are Teague the Immortal. And he says, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's kind of playing it cool. Yeah. Right, yeah. but he. I think he does end up basically telling her, yeah, this is who I am, and I know who you are too. Yeah, you're, you're, you're loud, he says. Yeah. Like, you're... Your spirit is loud. I can hear you coming from a mile away. This is something me and Ricky talked about on the first pass of the book is like, you know, obviously Laugi is very like spiritual kind of dude, but he he's not a spirit necessarily, right? I don't I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Like how – I mean, but like the perched up on a little branch. Like I don't think he is I mean, either, I, but it's like how do you explain these things? The whole thing is with, with Wong and Karima and how they're, they're – uh, Light on their feet. I think Laogi is the same way, or uh, yeah, Laogi is the same way. No, yeah, and for sure, I think with them it's more like a figure of speech. With him, he's literally light. You know, like he's perched up on a tr- on a twig. I think he's whoever he wants to be. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like I don't know like how gu- they explain gu- it. Yes. 
I stand by that fan theory. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just it just seems like uh, the, we never get that answered in the in the book so far. Um, I don't. Know. Who knows? Uh, maybe we'll get more and more Kyoshi. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. if Laogi was surprised by her answer. He didn't show it. <laughs> yeah, he just referenced <laughs> Damn it. Why do you ruin things for me? Because I'm always going to hear that yeah, now. Well, you, hey, you finished the book, so you're good. Yeah, I'm good. You're good. I'm ready for the second one. Oh, man. <laughs> he uses that transition a lot. I never noticed that. Really? And you immediately found yeah, it. Yeah, like right that? here. Yeah, right here. That's freaking hilarious, dude. <laughs> FCE, I'm calling you out, buddy. And so basically the, the that whole chapter kind of ends with uh, Laogi being confronted as Tigwai, the immortal, who's like this assassin basically no deathless assassin guy um, and kiyoshi's going to him to learn how to kill yeah they make an agreement with each other right because she wants to kill janzu and what the agreement is that like he'll teach her how to kill but she has to be willing to do anything it takes to get there right Right. like no turning back no second guessing if i tell you to kill you kill right and that's it. Word is bond. Oh my God, Ricky! <laughs> what? That's what he's saying. I can't handle this right now. Word is bond. Uh, too much Wu Tang, bro. Too much Wu Tang. What's next? The agreement. The agreement. So this the, this happens. The agreement happens the next morning. Uh, the first thing that happens is Ron Ranji and Kiyoshi get up at the crack of dawn and then walk down the. Riverbank. Riverbank away uh, away from the group because they don't know that. <laughs> what? Watching the town. <laughs> anyway, so I know what you're doing. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so uh, Ranji is, is uh, she says, get up. You know, you want a firebending uh, teacher. You got one. Let's go practice some firebending. And, and then they practice, tries. And they practice firebending. she tries firebending and she fails. Well, she's being punished. Like Ranji is is punishing her because she didn't tell her that her mother that Kiyoshi's mother was a, an airbender, and she can't wrap her head around the fact that an airbender would uh, turn her back on their her culture. Culture, basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, this chapter, yeah, so she does firebend for the first time. Not for the no, first, not, not for the first, first time, time, but like uh, wrong. He's wrong. God, this guy uh, does he even read this book. What's wrong. it called? Uh, intentionally for the right, first time. Right. So we also find out, or though, too. To. Or attempts to. No, I think she, well, you know, no, she, she, I think she, she just she, creates smoke. Oh, no, she firebends. I don't know. It's huh. lost on me. But either way, Lek kind of walks in and spoils that party. We also find out in this that, like, Jessa, like you were saying, uh, Jessa, Kyoshi's mom, um, used her war fans because her spirituality had decreased as she became more tied to earthly things. Right. You kind of get a backstory uh of, of like the air nomads. I heard that crack freedom. That was crazy. That was this. Sorry. Oh, anyway. That's <laughs> my pen. <laughs> <laughs> he, he cracked his neck at the same time. I'm like, oh, shit. I heard that all the way over here. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we kind of get a backstory on the air nomads with uh, Ranji being so kind of upset that uh, Jessa turned her back. And we learn that, that the air nomads are like so super, like everyone, every one of them is so super spiritual. And it's just completely unheard of for an air nomad to turn their back on their culture. Yeah. So Well, and that's contrast to uh, Zaheer. Like how, and with Jessa using the, like her spirituality decreasing as she became more tethered. Right. Whereas Zaheer Ooh. cut the tether. And was I like that. I like that. So you can thank the wiki for that one. 
Oh, you cheated oh, on damn it. <laughs> you cheated. Damn it, dude. <laughs> oh, hey, man. If I have an original <laughs> idea, I'll let you know. But that one was, was not damn one it. of them. Damn. I thought that was a good one. Yeah, that no, is a good one, though. Never mind. I take that back. I unclap that. That's why I brought unclap. it up. That's why I brought it unclap. up. Um, but uh, we also find out that this is why they're called the Flying Opera Company, too, because uh, what's her dad's name? Uh, Hark. Hark. Hark, yeah. Yeah, he, he uh, had some ties to the Earth, to the Earth Kingdom theater company like theater groups troops and uh and so that's how they were able to use them as like a disguise the flying opera company and they could actually perform correct yeah i thought that was, yeah yeah this, i think yoshi like she sees them or it's not in this point right it's in the it's, i think it's in the next chapter that she's aware of just how uh, acrobatic they are but yeah they're mm-hmm. actually legit theater nerds no this is i think this is the the agreement this is where she learns that that they're acrobatic. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- I thought it was in the town. Yeah. So, um, she produces fire um, uh, while doing hot squats, right? So, uh, Ranji's making is punishing her because she she lied or, or lied by omission, um, made her do hot squats for five minutes, and then she says, "I want to produce fire. I want to do what you did." And Ranji says, "No, that's not a good idea. The first year students, um, if you produce fire, you fail." So she's like, no, nah, I'm going to do this anyway. And she produces fire and it just like comes out and she like gets blasted on her back and she throws it up in the air. And then Lech comes and sees and says, oh, you, you kind of suck at firebending there, chicky. And talking. Top knot. Yeah, top knot. There you go. You kind of suck at firebending. And she's like, yeah, momentary lapse of judgment. That'll never happen again if I ever want to firebend again. She, oh. He says this to Ranji? Yeah. So he thought Ranji, he did, thought yeah, Ranji, he thought did, Ranji did it. He thought Ranji did it. Oh, yeah, yeah, close yeah. call. Yeah, yeah. Close call. Yeah, yeah. Because there's still... Nobody knows Kyoshi's the Avatar besides right. Ranji right now. Well, it, yeah, in the immediate in, yeah. you know, vicinity, for sure. Yeah. On my second read-through of this, I really started to appreciate Wong a lot more. Really? I really like Wong. He's he's funny. Yeah, he, he is He's actually. like this big dude, that, but he's like delicate and a poet. You know, right? Like poetic. And he's like he's like uh, emotional, yeah. But like a brute, like the the big dude from Mulan, the big yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's how I see yeah. it. Yeah, the one that's oh well, I guess they all end up wearing makeup, but and I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's all like soft spoken, but you know he can <laughs> kick your ass. The chapter on this one, this chapter ends on kind of like a sour note though, because Kyoshi. You know, uh, Lek is like constantly trying to get on Pang Pang's good side because he wants Pang Pang to like him more. <laughs> and so he starts asking, like, where did you guys even get this sky yeah. bison? Did you steal it from an air nomad friend? Like, he had to have known you before, otherwise, right. he wouldn't let you ride him. So he right. must have known somebody that you stole this from. And Kiyoshi, uh, Kind of just like accepts it, and she says, "Yeah, we did. We did steal him from a friend." She lied about it for sure. Yeah, but in a way, this was kind of weird though. It's like in a way, she's like it said that she appreciated Lex's comments because it reinvigorated her focus on revenge because she was able to remember Kelsang and remember what why she is where she is right now. Right, and I think. You know, if we think about it going into the next chapter, it's actually kind of an important discussion that they just had. Well, uh, uh, she's going to need that. She's going to need that focus where they're about to go. Right. The big thing that happens in this chapter, the reason it's called the agreement is that uh, they officially. Um, oh, yeah. Skip right over. <laughs> you skip right over. Ready to train the avatar. Well, no, they they agreed to bring her into the to the flying opera company oh, officially. Right. That's kind so, of important. That's kind <laughs> of important. Dude, the, okay, but the, the stuff that they say is so fucking silly. 
It's like, if I do this, then I shall be sliced by a variety of knives. Like, <laughs> yeah. why use the word variety <laughs> for that? Like, it Impaled does, it just, with a million toothpicks. It's like, I shall be sliced with the, with the variety of knives. It's like, that just seems thought, like a weird thing I thought it was like a say. thousand knives. Yeah. No, it's, it's th- there's, like there's like two or three references to knives in the in the like, a script, I guess you have to say. Like, yeah. you know, like the code. The code. The pirate. And code. one of them is like, a variety of knives. Yeah. It just seemed like a weird, just some generic. It almost seemed thing. like, yeah, it almost seemed like he like forgot to fill that back in, like as a placeholder, <laughs> and then he just forgot to go back and change it. FCE. But anyway, another another thing that happens here is that she she starts bad mouthing her parents, and then Lek gets and Lek offended. gets offended, and then that's when Kiyoshi's like, "Oh, I'm sorry that the person that my parents decided to raise got offended by by me." Blah blah, you know. That whole kind of, you know, sibling rivalry is kind of going on right now. Oh, makes me so sad. Why? Why is that? Why? No spoilies. Why no spoilies, no dude. Spoilies. No spoilies. <laughs> no spoilies. So, and this is where we learn that it's actually called mist stepping, not jet stepping. You dumbass. Dumbass Ricky. Dumbass Ricky. So, right after we left off, whatever. I was right. <laughs> Ricky was right. Point, take that L in. Where's that L board? Where is the L board? We haven't done the L board in a we while. We have not. That was, that's yeah, I definitely called it reference. jet stepping. It, it, it is misstepping. So I misspoke. Oh, yes, you, you see that? Yep. You jet spoke. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, okay. So the agreement ends or basically is about that, right? She yeah. agrees to become she, a Daofi. And Ranji's like totally not cool with this, right? She's just sitting in the back, like I, just in disapproval. Stewing. Like what the, doing? Fuck like, what the fuck is going on? This avatar is hanging out with these criminals and, and now she's actually taking the, an oath. What the hell is going on in my life right now? Yeah. Yeah. And as a Fire Nation citizen with a top knot, you know, it's, it's uh, her honors being questioned. Right. You know exactly, uh, and this is where we find out that Wong is uh, like graceful because Kiyoshi figured that after she takes the the oath that they would treat her differently and not like Lek, but they continue on treating her like a bird a burden yeah. pretty much. And she's like, oh, I got to establish myself in the hierarchy here. Right. She kind of is a burden at this point. Though. She is a burden because mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to fight. Nope. And she's too valuable, and they say that exactly <laughs> later on. Yeah, but she's like, well, but I'm the one with the sky bison, so... So you got to right. deal with it. Unless right. you want to walk. It's your one friend with the car in high school. <laughs> yeah, <you know>? exactly. <laughs> that you hated? Yeah. <laughs> you got to ride to school anyway? Damn. Yeah. I totally had a friend like that, actually. So did I. Pick me up, yeah. picked me up on the way to school so I didn't have to ride the bus. And yep. Like, oh, yeah, I had one. <laughs> yeah, my, my guy smoked. I'm like, mm, I don't want to be in the car with you. <laughs> but I don't want to walk either. I'm fat. <laughs> Glad we all shared that experience <laughs> in high school. Oh man, uh, and then we get so th- then we get into uh, into obligations. And I actually like this uh, this chapter because it's uh, well, not that I don't like all of them, right? But this chapter to me is like a very stark contrast to what's going on. It almost seems like you have this like group of hoodlum kids doing hood rat shit together, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you got these adults over here dealing with like some political, uh, actual, yeah, like yeah, real, yeah. real, real life world shit. problems. Like yeah, the right. stability of the world is going to be in yeah. Qu- like, yeah. And it's like, oh, wow. It's like a very stark contrast to what's going on, but right. all revolving around the same thing. And that's Kiyoshi. Kiyoshi, the avatar. So yeah. uh, I can't remember the exact reason why they have this meeting, 
but basically what happens is Lu Bei Fong has a new uh, uh, advisor. Advisor. He's not a new advisor. He has an advisor that has become more uh, emboldened with the death of uh, Lu Bei Fong's wife. Oh, okay. So he's using this as an opportunity to like, grab a little power for himself right. by being a voice um, oui. on the shoulder. Hui. Hui. Yeah. So um, Jinzu and uh, Heron uh, get this. I guess so. They they've been meeting every single day. Uh, Heron and Jinzu been meeting every day to get you know up to speed on what's going on, and nothing really changes. But this uh, particular morning, they get a letter, like an invitation to a like a party. That that they want the avatar Yoon to attend. To attend, yeah. They wanted the, the supposed avatar Yoon to attend um, at the I'm a, a Beifong Estate, right? Yeah, Manor. Manor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. And it's full of beneficiaries, is what they call them. But basically, it's just Earth Kingdom nobles, right? Right. Sages, they call them. Sages. But oh, not, they're yeah. not really sages. They just you know take up the the mantle of a sage, even though they're, they yeah. suck. Lu Beifong being the Earth King. He's right not. Now. He's no. not. The oh no, no, he's not. He's just a, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's just a, a sage. The super rich. He's yeah. like the head of the sages, basically. Yeah, pretty so. much. Pretty much. Which in any you know, we see it in 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 Avatar too. Like just because you're the Earth King doesn't mean you're necessarily in power. Right. You know, there's other people that hold high levels of of responsibility and power in the Earth Kingdom. When you when we're watching Avatar, the Beifongs were the richest people in that city, town, right. whatever. It's probably still. The same case. Are they in Bossing Say? No, no, I think they're in Bossing Say. No, they're not. Um, they don't. They don't get to Bossing Say until after they meet Toph. No, 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 no. In the book, is Lu Beifong? Do they go to the manor in Bossing Say? Oh, I don't know. Beifong Manor is in. It actually doesn't say. Damn it! Mm. God damn it! I imagine it would say if it was Bossing Say though. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't say where it's at, but it does look like quite the estate because we do see it in Avatar. <clears throat> but uh, they so they they get called to this meeting, right? And obviously, there's a problem because uh, there's no Yoon. There's no Yoon. <laughs> right. He's super dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is super dead. So they they agree to go to this party, uh, and uh, Janzu knows that there's going to be some tension because this guy is a Chamberlain Hui. Right? Yeah. And he's always trying yeah. to make John Zhu look bad. The only way that he can gain political power is by making John Zhu look bad. Yeah. Who's the guy from Lord of the Rings? Um, Warm Tongue. Warm Tongue. Yeah. He's, he's Warm Tongue. Yeah. Basically. And not only that, but John Zhu used to be the underling of Lu Beifong. He was. Uh, uh, Lu Beifong is his Sifu. Yeah. His teacher. His teacher. Yeah. So there's this like obvious conflict of. Not necessarily conflict of interest, but power dynamic that's right. happening because Hui is trying to establish himself above. Is that what they say in the book? Hui? Hui. Is it Hui? I don't know. It's I H- don't know. H-U-I. Man, it's terrible. I can't. It's it's awful. I can't do this. <laughs> I need to know the exact <laughs> pronunciation. Yeah. Anyway, I'm probably saying it wrong. It's Huey. Huey? Huey. <laughs> <laughs> Chamberlain Huey. <clears throat> but anyway, before we even get to that's that's something that's happening, but we don't have any reason to believe that just yet. So... Jianzu and Heiren are kind of devising a plan together on how they're going to handle this situation. Right. And they kind of agree that they're just going to buy themselves time. That's all they can focus on. All they on. need to do right now is to buy themselves time and all and everything works as long as they find Kiyoshi. That's what they're thinking. Yeah. They're like, we'll go to this stupid party. We'll just buy ourselves some time while we're there. 
and then that'll be the end of it. They right. get there. They're talking to Lu Bei Fong. There's a, this. A, this is actually a big point when the first pass through that we, well, we when, when we first talked about it. It's cr- crazy cool. political stuff right here. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. Um. So, John Su goes there and asks for funds to help help build up the Southern yes. Water Tribes. The, yes. There was uh, a letter. Fleet. There was a letter sent. Um. Uh, back when Yoon uh, took out Tagaka's fleet. Or whatever. Yeah. Right. And they wanted to build up the fleet uh, for the Southern Water Tribe so they can defend themselves. So they asked Lu Beifong, being the richest person in the the Earth Kingdom, to give them some money. And they since then, Yun has died, Kelsang has died, and all this kind of shit. And they forgot about this. So when they they were met by uh, Lu Beifong, he's like, "What is this you're talking about? Uh, money? What's up with this?" And and John just like, "Oh fuck, that's right." Yes. <laughs> we were going to help them. But then Hui came in and started talking. He just wanted to make Zhu look bad. This this kind of pissed me off. I'm not and yeah. I I think I missed this the first time around. This literally kind of pissed me off. Yeah, cuz what basically weighs like, "Oh, well, uh why would we fund them when like they're the why closest Why are they scared? Well, why, why yeah, would they be like, scared of their Earth Kingdom na- uh neighbors? Where where are their neighbors? Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, 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 it's like where are their neighbors? Why would we want to power them up in case they want to make claim to some islands that are out there that are kind of like in between the Earth Kingdom yeah. and the Southern Water Tribes? Debated, like why, why would we want to give them that? And uh we talked about this a, a while ago is that like if you it, we can extrapolate from this that in a way, this may be the reason why the Southern Water Tribe was so disparate and and kind of lowly compared to the Northern Water Tribe, right? Because they never got a chance all the way back in Kyoshi's time to, I imagine, to build the forces they needed to defend themselves. I imagine this is, it's probably more than that, but this is one of those. It's a piece of the puzzle. It's one of those pieces. Yes. Yeah. History goes back, and we're seeing part of that history yeah. put in, which is awesome. Which is why I love these books. Right, it's got to be a big point. Like it's got, that's got to be a factor at least in why they didn't get, you know, why they didn't get built up like the Northern Water Tribe. Right, right. Like so, John Zoo makes his point. Like the Southern Water Tribe would remain impoverished and outpaced by the rest of the world, all because we wanted to win a debate on in a, at a party. And that's exactly that's what exactly happened. what happened. It's, it's meant to up, piss. Dude. It's meant to piss you off. Pisses me all. Like how how fucking dare you? Yeah. And he like like Jianzu says he has no stake in this at all. It was right. literally just to make just a jab out. at Jianzu, yeah, at the cost of an entire nation, right? Oh, dude. yeah, that's bullshit. I know, such bullshit. <laughs> Props <laughs> to FCE, dude, because that's a, that was a good one to throw in there, dude. So, <clears throat> so uh, I, I did want to say um, part of this dynamic is us as the readers. We know Jianzu is like the liar and the bad guy, but he, like in a sense. You want he ran to like win, like she's like, but she righteously believes she's doing the right thing, right? This whole time, and like, you're still like rooting for her in a sense. I mean, you're, you're rooting for Janzu in this situation as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Janzu's such a complex character because even at the end of this chapter, his his last thought in this chapter is, "I will fulfill my promise to the Avatar." Right. In in a weird way, he he feels like he's doing the right thing. Yeah, and and in a lot of ways, he is doing the right thing. It's just this also weird ulterior motive that's kind of creeping up recently, right? Where it's more of a power grab, or his it's more of a more uh, selfish right. than it would seem on the outside. Right. He's doing good things, but selfishly. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 
A dynamic villain. <laughs> Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? And uh, and then where does it go from here? So Lu Bei Fong, they go they go to the party. They go back to the party. The Lu Bei Fong says, "You know what? I don't want to hear any more about this water tribe bullshit." It, once the Avatar makes his case, I'll think about it. So because they're expecting um, Yoon to show up, Yoon to show up with Kelsang because he he tells uh, Jenzu says, "Yes, Yoon and Kelsang are together." And that, spiritual journey. <laughs> yeah, spiritual journey. <laughs> right? Shit, I think, no, I think that's what he says. I don't think he says spiritual journey. He well, just says they're together. Right? So he uh Maybe he, he does say spiritual <laughs> journey. Sure I think he, he I think he does. I think he does. <laughs> tough, so he um after Lu Beifong uh, goes away, uh Jianzu uh, says he, he starts playing his game with Hui. And and he takes him back to uh uh Hui takes Heron and Janju back to his quarters and lets the cat out of the bag that he lost the avatar. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't give him the whole truth, but he, he says doesn't he doesn't have him. He doesn't give him the truth at all. He doesn't tell him completely like, spins it. Yeah, yeah. He, he spins it completely. Yeah. Yeah, and he basically says that Kelsang and and uh and Yoon had kind of betrayed them and right. left together because he didn't think Janju was fit to train him anymore. Right. Uh which is exactly what Hui Hui wanted to hear. Right. You know. Right. And Janzu was telling this to him basically because he knows the type of person he is. And if he if he just grabs onto that little bit of, of knowledge and power, then he'll run with it. And then Janzu knows. He's like, all right, he'll be entertained for a while. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's kind of. He's not going to go out there and drop that fact right away or drop the news right away because he wants to stew on it and figure right. out when the, when the worst time is to bring it up. Slimy. For Gian- yeah, very slimy. Jonzu's playing like four steps ahead right now, 5D too. 5D right? chess, bro. Yeah. Well, he even, chess. he says, he, chess. he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, you know, we, we told, Hey, Ron was all pissed off. She's like, we weren't going to tell anybody anything and now you're just over here lying and like building lies upon lies and he's like, well, yeah, but now I only have one person to worry about instead of everybody to worry about. Right. He goes, he can tell them anything that he wants but now I only have one person who knows, you know, quote, knows the truth. And that's the only person I have to worry about. Right. It's pretty freaking smart. Because so, that was their whole concern was like, oh, we can't let this out of the bag to right. any, to everybody. Right. I did like this chapter. It was the Janzu chapters are pretty fucking fun. Janzu's one of the best villains in the Avatarverse. For sure. Really? Yes. Okay, he's here. <laughs> well, I said one of the best. <laughs> one of the best. Okay, Amon. Okay, okay, Ozai. And you start naming off all the fucking villains. <laughs> okay, Unawak. They're all good, man. They're all good. They're all good, but I like Jonzu. Yeah, Jonzu's cool. He's complex. I like. That's why I like him. He's got depth. I like the political conflict. Because sometimes you, you want him, like this, you want him to win in this scenario. You're like, fuck that other guy. When he's, when yeah. he's facing off yeah. with Kiyoshi... You're like, nah, that guy's an asshole. But when he's facing off against the other uh, Earth King, Kingdom nobles, you're like, oh, yeah, fuck those guys up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, now you, you, we get to see how he got to his position of power. Like, right. you know, he says that he came from humble beginnings, but he's he's uh, that one tribe. Ganjin. Yeah, he's a Ganjin. So I don't know exactly how humble beginnings that it was, but... You know, you get to see where he got his. Are you his, making assumptions where he, about where the Ganjinese? <laughs> <laughs> yep, just broad generalizations. So to kind of to bring it really in, guys. So to bring it back around, uh, he uh, he strokes Hui's. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! 
his ego oh. and he says i need your help i really need your help you're like the only person that can that can help me with this uh avatar yoon says you know swore on his avatar hood that he would never accept me as his as his master we can't let this get out this would ruin the earth king kingdom you need to help me out and he says at the very at the, at the middle of that chapter he says master jianzu there's no need to worry i'll handle this so that's when jianzu's like okay you can go and spin your little fucking lies while I go and, and actually find the real Avatar. He bought himself time. Yeah. yeah. He did exactly what he wanted to do. And he ran not happy about it in his methodology. She was completely blindsided. But, yeah. I kind of figured that that's the way that, that their relationship works pretty much all the time, right? I feel like that's the way. I, I think that's Heyran's kind of dynamic in that group of Kelsang, Janzu, um, Karuk. She's definitely she. I feel like she's definitely always been the motherly type, mm-hmm. and like they're always pulling some fucking trick out of their ass, right. like some bullshit. And she's like, God damn it, and she has to bail. Kind of like Ronji. That's doing Ronji. The cute. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Mirrors Ronji. Well, and and this whole thing, they start talking about uh, Jing, neutral Jing, positive Jing. You know, and Ron or uh, Heron doesn't really understand because she's all about positive Jing, and you know she wants to be on the offensive at all times, and she's not really. Grasping, grasping the concept of you know sitting and waiting, kind of thing. She's like Johnsu, this neutral thing, bro. It's not really my shit. <laughs> I'm all about the positive oh, Jang, bro. Positive Jang. Can we get more back on the positive Jang? <laughs> positive Jang, bro. Which is violent. <laughs> Which is violent. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can we just start kicking ass? So I don't think there's really anything else that happens other than they go back to uh, Yokoya. And then um, they're met with, I, I I failed to get the guy's name. He's the the guy. The, oh, Professor Shaw. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, from the Earth Kingdom. From the Earth Kingdom. Uh, head of zoology. Head of yeah. zoology. Boston yeah. State University. Heron uh, sent a message to get a couple uh, sure shoes, or what they say in the audiobook. The sure shoe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, but they do get them now. Yeah, they, they have, have the sure shoes. Have two of them, I think. I think I so. Yeah. So they get there, and there's two giant boxes uh, with handlers, like, you know, trying to get these damn animals down. And, like, one of them, like, uh, spits his tongue out of the, the <laughs> hole and, like... Gets wrecked. Gets wrecked. You fuck some guys up. Dude, the sheer shoes are awesome. I've yeah. always loved... One of my favorite animals from the Avatar universe. They're cool just in general, like, yeah. across any, you know, uh, fiction. Right. They're pretty unique. Little moles. Yeah, they Pretty do. Look, they do look well. They look like giant moles. Giant mole anteater things. Yeah. Things. Yeah, they're the, they're not really a hybrid of anything. I don't think so. No. They're a sheer shoe. Yeah. I bet you that has some meaning that we that we will look up. Isn't a shrew an animal? A shrew? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What's a sheer? Um, a Cheshire cat. <laughs> Cheshire cat. Cheshire cat. Sure. Sure. Go ahead. We'll we'll go with that. We'll roll with that. Uh, and then we're gonna go. Then the the book pivots back to Kiyoshi, um, and and the Flying Opera Company. Yes. And this is in the chapter the town. This is, uh, and this chapter takes up like seventy five percent of the book. <laughs> Ian's mad that he had to read. I was <laughs> I was salty. I'm not gonna lie because I got through the first couple chapters and I'm like, okay, cool. is that the chunk of it right there? Uh, Do you have? Yeah, man. Look I at want, that. I want to see. Yeah, that's look a, at that chunk. That's crazy. It, it, it does suck when you're reading something and you're like, all right, I'm just gonna finish this chapter. And you're like, <laughs> nope, not tonight. Page two thirty nine to two seventy two. What the fuck, FC? Yeah. It's a big chapter comparatively. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few chunky chapters in there. 
Yeah. But the rest of them aren't too bad. Anyway, anyway, this is one of them. And I don't really know why this is one of them. I feel like there's a lot of details that... I mean, I guess they were setting a lot of scenery, but there's not. Yeah, there's it's not a lot of scenery. Not necessarily a lot that happens story-wise, mm, right? Uh, uh. <laughs> you guys being serious? The I can't, well, there's I can't two. Tell. There's two things. There's two things that happen. Okay, that's it. Like, well, no, and then it sets up, you know, the plot for the rest of the story. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess it does set up the plot for the rest of the story. Well, you, you kind of get an idea of what what the Dalfe is all about. They have this like weird ass code. That they're a brotherhood of of evil mutants, evil mutants, you know, living sewers, uh, and I don't know. They do like the like two people, two guys walk by each other in the in the street and accidentally bump into each other, and then they have these like, oh, how are you doing? How you, I'm sorry, how are you doing today? And we She's need good. to go have some tea, and then later on, they're fighting to the fucking death. Yeah, yeah. it reminded me of like Tortuga. It's, it's from Pirates right? of the Caribbean. You know what I mean? What now? Pirates of the Caribbean. I think it's like the third one. And when they go to Tortuga, you know what I'm talking about, Fredo? And it's like, it's like, the it's a hideout. So basically the town is, what you, you pronounced it earlier, Ricky. What is it called? Uh, You're supposed to be really good at this, Rick. Huijang. 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 No, I don't feel like that. H-U-I-J-A-N-G. We said it earlier. Okay. Before the episode. Anyway, the town is this, on the northern Earth Kingdom, a... The only place where Daofi are open and congregated, like, it's a town, basically an outlaw town. It's a secret town. A secret town. And if, I don't know if you, I guess I'm just speaking to the void right now, if you guys. No, I know, I know Tortuga. Yeah, it's just like, that's what it reminded me of. Just like all these people walking around with all these crazy weapons. Kyoshi's noticing people are like using like farming equipment and big giant swords and all these unique things that probably in any other sense would not, you would not anticipate being a weapon. Right. People are carrying them around on their hips. And it just kind of gives this cool like piratey, piratey vibe it to it. It definitely felt like a like a pirate cove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Tortuga. Like tor- yeah. Like <laughs> have you seen that yeah, movie? Tortuga. It's it's Pirates you, of the Caribbean. I, I right? don't think Ian or Quark's ever watched uh, that. I hate you guys. <laughs> anyway, well, since we can't pronounce it, we'll just refer to it as Tortuga from here on. There, out. there we go. I like that. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> So anyway, they're going through Tortuga, and then <laughs> they find a uh, like a um, I imagine just like um, kind of like a preacher on the on the corner, a mass of people, and you got somebody on a soapbox. Yep, yep, and he's just he's just preaching some stuff, and they're like, "Oh, what's going on over there?" Download the abiders, right? And when the rest of the fine opera come company sees him they're like mm, we gotta bounce we get the now. fuck out of here yeah because yeah. they're they're wearing a he's wearing like autumn something bloom. autumn bloom a peach autumn bloom like on his lapel oh and one thing that we need to point out too is that uh ranji when they get to this town is like hey kyoshi maybe you should like kind of lay low like don't you know be your big boisterous self that you normally are and they're like uh, nope, no way can't do that you have to be tough and they're like even it takes them a long time to even walk through the town because they have to walk slow and like and like bolster themselves up and like they notice that everybody's walking like that like that everybody has to put on this persona that they're just big tough guys so um ricky i'm gonna reference something from our past i it, it made me think about this uh so they're walking in this like they're like heavy steps right so on my uh when i was taking animation classes i had to do um this final animation in in uh in, in 2d 
and I had to, my final one was this like duck, this baby duck who put on like a towel and had like a, uh, a flashlight as a lightsaber and he's going and, and like walking in like these, these heavy <laughs> steps like, uh, uh. and I had Ricky being, how old were you? It was in it was I, 2000, like be the like model. Four. Yeah. You were the model. It was like 2005, 2004 or something like that. And how old were you at that point? 2009 jesus so he's like he's doing this I'm, I'm videotaping him doing this like this clunky walk and that's what it made me think about <laughs> i don't remember you this. don't remember that I you were sitting in the this. in the front the front room you're doing the front room and i had my camera at no, you walking like this. a tough duck tough tough no. baby duck and that's yeah. what you were modeling your yeah, your animation yeah, yeah, after yeah. That's and he like funny. nice he, he like he walked all tough and and uh the animation he hits his hand on like that side of the couch and like drops his his uh, lightsaber and he, like, <laughs> he runs off crying because he's not really tough. I want to see that animation now. It's not very good because I don't, you know. It was, yeah, because you suck. But <laughs> anyway, that's actually pretty funny. No, that's funny. I don't remember that. But can, really I can though. I can imagine like Kiyoshi walking around this town like, yeah, I'm tough. I'm yeah, tough when she's really it. not. Yeah, not yet anyway. Not yet anyway. So after they're like, we need a bounce. Yeah. They bump into... Someone that they don't like. Uncle Mock. Uncle Mock. Did they run into Mock in the street? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is Mock? Yeah. Okay. And he, we don't know this yet, but he's a big, uh, he's like a gang leader, basically, right? He's an elder. An elder. They, call, yeah, they, they, they keep on calling call him an elder. Yeah. Elder. He's yeah. our He's our elder. Elder, he said. And uh, and what does he do? He invites him to the lay ties later in the afternoon, right? Lay tie, yeah. Which the two guys that bumped into each other earlier in the chapter get to fight to the death. Yeah, it's basically like a lay tie is uh, open mat. It's a fight club. Yeah, it's an open mat, or it's like a almost like a um, like the it, Fire Nation. It's an Agni Kai, Agni Kai. for non benders. Yeah, I mean, with or, no, there's no honor involved. No. It's literally no. just pride. Yeah, six of one. Well, yeah, I it guess. could be. It could be bending. <laughs> there could be bending. There's yeah, there's certain be. rules, like some some lay ties have weapons, some don't. You know, well, they have, some some yeah. can have bending, some can you know. Yeah. But most of these people, most of these Dalfei here are, aren't are, benders. Are not benders, yeah. That's yeah. what makes the Flying Opera Company so different because they're all benders and they don't need weapons. Yep. Ooh, didn't think about that, that's actually. What, that's what they say. Oh, well. That's why Mock wants to recruit them for a job. That's right. So they they meet <laughs> Uncle Mock uh, at his at the table tie. at the lay tie. And uh, there's there's a, like an accomplice with him, some guy that's kind of a dickhead. No, that's right? the general. That's the same. Um, it's like his general, but that was the same guy that was like preaching or whatever. Oh, really? Street. I didn't. Oh, get is that the no, same no, guy? No, it's the that. same guy because uh, he has like uh, straps uh, over his face. Okay. I didn't know that was the same. Yeah, guy. no, same guy as before. And he's kind of like a dickhead to him, right? Um, um, what happens? Uh, Mock asks Kiyoshi a question, and Lek answers. And they slice his hand open. Oh yeah! They grab his he grabs yeah. his hand and slices it. Right? Yeah, and he's yeah. like, he's like, you, I, I didn't ask you, basically. Headshot. <laughs> Damn it! That's your dad. This is uh. So Kiyoshi starts getting. She doesn't understand what's going on right now. She doesn't understand who Uncle Mock is in his full capacity. So she starts. She doesn't like that. And so she starts getting basically disrespectful to him, right? I don't think so. Not in this scene. Not in this one? No, not in this chapter. This isn't the one with no. the... No, 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 no. Oh, dang it, dude. Anything. I love... Okay, no spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> yeah, you just spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, no, Damn I didn't it. say nothing. I just said she got disrespectful. She does eventually. 
Spoiler. <laughs> Damn yeah, it. I mean, that's a dialogue thing. That's not a spoiler. Anyway. What happens is they're watching this late tie, basically. And out of nowhere, all of a sudden, uh, Kiyoshi looks down and sees Ranji down on the ring. Oh, that's right. That's yep. this one. Okay. Yeah, because they have two encounters with Uncle Mock. This one's where Ron- – so Ranji goes down to the ring, and she's she just agrees to fight some dude, right? Yeah, the champion, the current champion. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah. Did you miss that part? It's I didn't know he was really the champion. It's a really cool part. I didn't know he was <laughs> the champion. Well, he was – he when they first see this Leitai, yeah. I, uh, he's the guy that, that beats, the, beats the guy up and, like, kicks him off the stage or whatever. Almost beats him to death. Almost beats him to it's death. It's over oh, when the winner right. says it's over. Yeah. yeah. And Ron G goes out there and gets her ass kicked. No, she doesn't. She does not. She starts mollywopping this guy. Nice word. Yeah. Thank well, you. okay. When I say that, what I mean is that, yeah. No, she so, makes easy work of this yeah, guy. Yeah, she makes easy work of him. But then right at the last minute, she, she lets gets him. Hit. She, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she decides to make a, a statement. A statement to Kiyoshi and lets herself get knocked the fuck out. She she's sitting there kicking his ass and just like moving around all his punches. And she makes eye contact with Kiyoshi. She like yeah, and he gets up to to hit her and right before he hits her, she looks up at Kiyoshi and just lets it happen. Oof. And then and then <laughs> she so, gets knocked out, right? Like she gets, she gets cold. knocked out. She gets knocked knocked out. But at this point in time, she thinks that well, what happens is she gets knocked out and then the champion starts walking over and is going to like stomp on her face. And then at the last second, she rolls out of the way wraps around his leg and like breaks his break leg. like shatters his leg yeah yeah it was so sick dude ronji is so she's badass. fucking dope <laughs> it was dope so you don't find out till later that she was actually knocked the fuck out but at this time kiyoshi thought that she was playing dead or playing right you know she was pulling some kind of stunt yeah but no she really got knocked the fuck out Crazy, and then so they have the discussion afterwards. Oh well, before they have that discussion, basically, Mock tells them the plan, right? Yeah, yeah. So she goes back up. They're in some barn. This this you know Leitai is happening in an actual converted barn, and his his seat is at the top of, in the loft, yeah. right? So she walk go after she getting her ass kicked or got her face punched in. Uh, she goes up the the, the ladder, and then uh, that's where. Mock is like, I like this chick. You know, she, she, I see a boss later on in, in your life. Um, and then lets out the plan of um, busting out a prisoner yeah. that is held at General Tay's estate. Governor Tay's, Go- Governor Tay's estate. Yeah. Estate. Yeah. There's a special, and he doesn't say who it is or what, what importance the guy is. There's just somebody that they need broken out of jail. It's funny because during this conversation, Ranji starts talking to him, asking questions, and makes him look oh like a my dumbass. God, yes. Because she, at, she actually has like, she's asking like really big questions, like yeah. things like, to consider. Are these, is this person special? You know, are there places that we need to go? That you know, asking for, for actual information on the compound and so, and he doesn't have any of that information. She's like poking holes in his pride. Yeah, and he's like. Making it known that he's not an actual tactician. He just he rules by fear. Right. That was cool. That was fucking cool. So after they they get they basically get screwed over into accepting this job. Right. They, they have well, no choice but to. Well, accept this job. Uh, uh, Karima is basically says like we don't have a choice. Like yeah. we're here right now, and the only way we're getting out of here alive is by accepting this job. So they right. have to take it. Well, they they have a debt to to Uncle Mock because of something that Lek 
did, right? Yeah, he got yeah, yeah, he got yeah. really sick. That's oh, that's true. Yeah, he got really yeah. sick or something and needed help. And I guess Uncle Mock. That's how they got involved with like the autumn blooms or whatever. Yeah. And so um, this is the debt that needs to be repaid, or this this will repay all debts in one night. So. So it seems to me like the Flying Opera Company is not like these hardcore criminals like a lot of these other Daofi are, right? Like they're maybe like low tier criminals. Like they're maybe just, just a little. They just have more finesse. And, I've, they're yeah, a little more charming. Yeah, I don't think that they're, they're like they're killers like, though. You ever seen Talladega Nights? Yeah. Where he's like, I want to be a nice crack dealer. <laughs> he's like, hey guys, want to buy some crack? Hey guys, want to buy some crack? Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're necessarily killers though, like the Autumn right. Bloom people are. What Autumn Bloom? Autumn Bloom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so they leave. They 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 leave the Leitai, right? And this is where Ranji and Kiyoshi kind of have a big moment, and they're talking about. They're talking about <laughs> uh, what what the heck just happened back there. Ranji reveals that that's the way what she just did, putting herself in that danger is how she feels watching Kiyoshi go through this process. Right. And then Ranji tells her, like, this is actually a really big moment for Kiyoshi because Ranji tells her, like, Kiyoshi thinks she's supposed to be acting responsible as the avatar, blah, blah, blah. And Ranji's like, no, I'm talking about you, dude. Right. Like, I'm I'm <clears throat> looking at you. She, right. And Kiyoshi realizes that she is herself, she is a strong person, and she has this... She has people behind her, and she's like, oh, Ranji is my fire, you know, quote-unquote, so to speak. How romantic. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, yeah, the whole this whole time, Kiyoshi thinks that, that Ranji is there out of duty, not necessarily out of friendship. <laughs> he said duty. <laughs> <laughs> duty. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Sorry. I continue. Every time you do that, I think of uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Hero's Duty. <laughs> That's got to be one of your favorite movies. I fucking love that yeah, movie. Yeah. We watch it all the time at the shop. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, yeah, th- and this is like you, like Ricky said, this is where uh, Ranji's like, no, like you're you're my friend. You know, I'm worried about you because you are the Avatar, and you know you're going down this weird ass path, and I I don't like it. They're having a heart to heart. Yeah, totally. By the way, way better way to communicate that. To Kiyoshi than like getting your ass knocked the fuck out by a, somebody who almost just killed a guy, you yeah, know. Like you probably right. didn't need to be that. Uh, but at the same time, Ranji said like she needed to prove they needed to prove like kind of their worth in that. Oh, that's true. And no one wanted to. No one would fuck with them after they saw Ranji. Ranji knew she could take it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, right. Yeah, that's true. And that's kind of a theme that we see a lot throughout the book is Ranji putting herself in those positions because she thinks she's the only one that can that can handle it. And in a lot of ways, she kind of is the only person that can handle it. Not really. I don't. I don't I think that comes up about it. I think that comes up book. a couple more times. Although you did just finish the book, maybe it's in the second one. Yeah, maybe. I feel like I feel like that's a theme. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. And uh, and then where does that where does that little interaction? Uh, lead they have to? a heart to heart, and then Kiyoshi leans in, gives her a little kiss on the cheek. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. How promiscuous. And then Ranji pulls away. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So they they embrace as friends embrace. You know, and then friends, they yeah, were great friends. Sure, I mean, we Austin and I hug. We don't. They're business. We partners. don't bump uglies, but we we, <laughs> we, 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 we we we've hugged before, and that's kind of what's going on. Yeah, here 
They're, they're she's she just saw her. Like, I care about you, bro. I care, yeah, about, I you, care bro. about you, too, bro. I love you, bro. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she leans in for and she kisses uh, Ranji. Ranji pulls back, and Kiyoshi is obviously mortified. Devastated. Like, oh my god, my life is over now. I can't, I can't go on. I just alienated my only friend. This is all ending right now. And then Ranji's like, you know, how about you kiss me on the side that doesn't hurt? Oh, dude, nice. that's game, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's game, bro. Yeah. I think uh, Ricky's Surprise. mentioned this before. Like, Ranji and Kiyoshi both have game. Like, they both, like, know how to sweet talk or say the right things. Because there's a, there's a couple times that they've done I don't know. That. I think Ranji got the bomb, bomb bomb game, not Kiyoshi. Just Kiyoshi, Ranji? Uh, Kiyoshi awkward. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Ranji does have game. Especially, like, later, like, when they do the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, later. Ron <laughs> got some game. No spoilies. Okay, Kiyoshi's got some game too, dude. Like, honestly, <laughs> like, I'm reading here. So, they having this heart to heart, and it's like, Ronji's uh, scoffed and says, A lot of good I've been so far. If I were better at my job, you would never feel scared, only loved, adored by all. Kiyoshi gently nudged Ronji's chin upward. She could no more prevent herself from doing this than she could keep from breathing, living, fearing. I do feel loved. Ranji's beautiful face shone in reflection. Kiyoshi leaned in and kissed her. That's game, bro. That's Damn, game. That's game. That's game. Also, uh, big props to Ian for getting through that sentence oh. on one try, dude. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no audio book to help him through it. <laughs> Nothing, baby. Just I'm pure, such a dick. Just raw dog in that one. <laughs> Good job, dude. Kiss my ass. Proud of you. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, I yeah. think this is where we wanted to leave off, right? Yeah. Uh, it it kind of it, it hits the fan after this, so this is I think this is a good place to kind of. Uh, and so this the, is really this is really I feel like this is a huge point for Kiyoshi herself. It's, like she finds, I don't know, she finds more comfort in herself in Kiyoshi, not the Avatar. This whole time up to this point, she's trying to find out who she is as a person. Right. You know, and then things get kind of things were going good. She was working for Jianzu and then everything got flipped on her head and and now she's the Avatar and now what is she going to do? Now she doesn't know who the fuck she is. And then she's really kind of coming to terms with her feelings and she sees uh, you know, she's falling in love for her with her friend. So she's really kind of kind of feeling herself out. Yeah, and this is the first big step in that direction. Right. Like, now she's establishing herself as a Dao Fai. <laughs> I just have, like, a stroke right there. I don't know what that word was, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's establishing herself as a Dao Fai, and now she knows that she's got the support of Ranji. So, right. it's the first big step in the direction that of finding herself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> on the, we should end it, dude. We're this. We're it's too late. I can't even finish a sentence right now. <laughs> oh man! Remember to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow the Cabbage Cart Podcast on Instagram. Follow Triforce AZ on Instagram. You guys ready to get out of here? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs>